This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Hi, this is Toby Cavallibach of Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Welcome to Paul Bunyan Country. Checking in with Nate Blazing of the Nisswa Guide League as we get ready for ice fishing. Um, I don't know, you got any You got any iced over lakes down in your neck of the woods, Nate? Uh, yeah, we do, actually. Some of the smaller lakes are starting to cap over here, actually, the last couple days in some of the bays. Um, but at the same time, I don't think there's a whole lot of ice fishing activity. I've heard of, you know, a couple inches kind of thing, but... Uh, for the most part, I think people are paying it a little safe and giving it a, another couple of days to add some ice before people venture out. But up north, I've started to see some pictures of the guys getting out, so that's kind of exciting. Yeah, we've got a few lakes that are ready to go, certainly. Um, so what what is the safe uh, ice you know thickness for you? For me, again, I think we've talked about this before, as I get older, I get a little <laughs> more cautious. And as much as I want to get out there, I'm, I'm willing to wait a couple of days or a week, something like that. But I say that four to six inches, I feel pretty darn comfortable on that, especially if it's uniform. If you got some, you know, ice that varies, I'm going to probably err on the six inch side of it. But I know some other guys I know, they're not real afraid to get out on two inches of ice, but uh, that ain't happening with me anymore. So four inches, <laughs> let's say, is kind of my safe point. Okay. Um, what, what are some, what, what lakes tend to be the first ones you get out on every year? Uh, usually it's up on Red Lake or Upper Red. Yeah. Um, and actually, we I think historically the second week in December we go up there at a resort. And usually at that time we're still staying in fish houses on shore and then just go out during the day and uh, usually can get around with snowmobiles or four-wheelers. Um, I had to cancel my reservations this year for fatherly duties for coaching basketball and my daughter's basketball, but I, my buddies are still going up there. So that's usually probably – the first ice fishing we do even before some of these smaller lakes in the Brainerd area go up there. And then there's a couple smaller lakes, crappy lakes over by uh, the Crosby area that, that get pretty good ice. Um, I live near a little lake that the back bay freezes up. Uh, however, the main lake, even though it's small, is one of the later ones to freeze. So that's always an odd one. But every once in a while, my neighbor will let me sneak down there off of his property and, and just uh, scratch that itch and catch a couple crappies. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you a little bit more about ice fishing in a bit because I know you love it. But um, yep. let's talk about fall fishing. How was the fall bite in the Brainerd Lakes area? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Um, it was, I would say, different. Again, I don't know if there is a normal anymore for anything to do with <laughs> fishing. I really don't. Um, it, it was good, but we didn't have your classic, you know, week to two week really strong fall bite like normal. And as I was kind of thinking about it, I think a lot of it had to do with our water temps from the very get-go of open season. You know, our water temps warmed really fast, and then they kind of stabilized and went up and down. And then in the fall, it was actually really hard to figure out when some of these bigger lakes turned over, um, just because the water just kept fluctuating in terms of the temperatures. So we didn't have that classic really strong bite. We still had a good bite, don't get me wrong. But, um, and then after that, lake turned over you could still get fish but again you had to work for them um, still some fish were out deep but at the same time a lot of those fish migrated shallow uh, so you went back to that eight to four feet of water pitching jigs minnows up there so but i can't complain because again fall it's my favorite time to fish so i was out there quite a bit i think 
but deer hunting opener was my last last time out in the boat. Oh, so you didn't uh, hunt a deer hunting opener, or did you do both? I did not. My daughter was down at the state cross-country meet. She made that for the Brainerd Varsity team, so we went down on Saturday and took that in, which was a pretty cool event. And then Sunday when we got back, I, I went out for a couple hours uh, on my own on Gull. And just to say I got out in November and, and got some fish, and I, I ended on the right way, so it, it made me happy. And finally just put the boat away here this past Sunday. I was kind of keeping it out just in case. And got the ice fishing stuff out the following day, and I, I've officially transitioned in my mind. So boat's done for <laughs> until next year. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you don't have to worry about uh, hauling the, tra- you know, on trailer or this or that and the other thing. It's a little easier uh, until you get on the lake. Then it gets tougher to move around. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that's, you know... I still usually do some guiding into November, depending on, you know, what the weather is like. But at the same time, your classic November weather, you got to have pretty diehard customers because even with the right gear and stuff, your hands get pretty cold and you get any kind of wind coming off of that water and it's chilly. So, um, yeah, I just try and be a little careful and make sure people really know what they're getting into if they want to go fishing in November out in the boat. Yeah, you know... (laughs) The thing that helps us now is we've got these sophisticated, uh, scientifically proven clothing items that can keep us very, very warm. Yep. And that's... And, yeah, absolutely. It, 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 that's made a big difference for your, keeping your core warm because, again, once your core body gets cold, it's over. Same with your feet. Your feet mm-hmm. get cold. The problem still, for me at least, seems to be hands. Um I'm not a person that likes to fish with gloves on too much just because the the feel. Um, sometimes you have to do it. But I do have, a, 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 I think it's a Coleman heater. They don't make them anymore, but it fits perfect. I put it right under my trolling motor handle. That way the heat radiates up as I'm using that trolling motor. Um, so that makes a big difference. And then try and keep them dry, and that's the best you can do, and they don't get as cold. That, that For sure. And, and I think that uh, that is the secret because you're right, man. You you get an extremity cold, and you're not happy. Right, right. But no, the suits they got now for cold weather. Again, most of the stuff is you know kind of designed for ice fishing. Mm-hmm. You wear that stuff out in the boat, and you're you're toasty. You don't even know it's thirty degrees. You know, with a ten mile an hour wind, it's just that hands is the main thing. Yeah, and speaking of uh, that, the clothing for for ice fishing, they even now have the uh, uh, the float jackets and the float uh, the float gear. Um, do you use any of that? I do. Yep. That's the stuff uh, that I use basically in the fall for my fall fishing and also for the winter fishing, same kind of gear. Um, and actually, since you mentioned that, I took advantage of some uh, sales on clothing and just got a suit in the mail as I got home today, some striker stuff. It's more lightweight rain gear, but they make some really quality stuff. And that's what I wear for my uh, winter gear as well as the floating bibs and the floating jacket. So just a little peace of mind. I never hope I have to experience that it works right, but it makes you feel a little better, and it's very warm, comfortable clothing. Um, the the winter bite will, as you said, will kick in soon. You'll be out there. What do you use? What do you What do you love to throw down that hole? Well, again, usually as a starting pattern, try and the last couple times out in the boat for the fall, you kind of get an idea of where those fish are positioning. Fairly similar spots every year. Again, 
probably start off more shallower. So I'm going to look in that anywhere eight to 15 foot range. Um, some kind of feeding shelves next to some deeper water. Um, and you might have to jump around, but I like to do a one-two punch. I'm usually jigging with either some kind of a buckshot spoon or a flutter spoon, jigging rapple at times, something like that, and then a, a dead stick, whether it's a tip-up or a bobber. And a golden shiner is my go-to minnow if I can get that. Otherwise, a nice rainbow chub, something like that. But, uh, so again, experiment, Kev. You can usually let the fish tell you what they want, but that first ice, you're the first person or two out there it can be pretty fun so they're not real picky a lot of times well know that the thing that people love about fishing in the fall and into the early part of the winter is they are hungry and that makes it easier it absolutely does um and again i think just a little reprieve that they get maybe between the open water pressure and as stuff ices up you know it seems always the bite's ready to go and they're fresh. So I think just a, even a couple of weeks off, it, it kind of recharges them and um, maybe dumbs them down a little bit. So those first week or two of uh, early ice is usually some of the best of the year. So I really look forward to that. Nate Blazing of the Nisswa Guide League is my guest today. We've got a lot more to cover with Nate next. Hi, this is Nate Blazing of the Nisswa Guide League, and I'm doing my best to keep Kevin Jackson from embarrassing himself. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service and Fish House Rentals. Are you looking to plan your next ice fishing adventure? Well, look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is the place to be. There are over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji. Come drop a line at Becoming a Fishing Legend. While on your fishing adventure, explore the hundreds of well-groomed snowmobile trails that Bemidji has to offer. Don't forget to take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Bathe the Blue Ox. Bemidji, bigger fish and better stories. I'm Chuck Hassey, Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. My guest today is Nate Blazing of Nisswa Guide League, who has, by the way, the best haircut of any guide I know. Besides electronics, which we know change every 30 minutes, and you can always get something new if you wait a week. Um, was there anything new out there that you tried this year that you liked? Oh... I would say I tried quite a few different rods. Um, that's another niche market is the custom rod market. Um, there's there's quite a few different companies that it's absolutely amazing what the rod technology is right now. And uh, I don't think there's necessarily a bad one. It's a lot of personal preference. I did try quite a few different brands, and I, I absolutely – for how I fish, I've got a specific feel, and I'm not going to mention any names now, but I just think that technology has came so far from where it used to be for fishing rods. And, you know, people look at some of the price points and they say, how can you spend three to 500 bucks or even more than that on a fishing rod? Well, if you do it quite often, it absolutely does make a difference. And they have such specialized rods now for whatever technique you're using. It's really amazing and it does fit the technique so if you really get zoned in on a specific time whether it's jigging wrapping or lindy rigging there's a rod that will absolutely meet your needs for that so that's one of the the cool things i thought that that technology has really taken off lately all right well one of the things that's happening up in our area quite a bit is the expansion of um, zebra mussels into more and more of our lakes uh, I know you've uh, been battling that down in the Brainerd Lakes area for a long time and it's certainly taken yep. more hold down there the, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, what I'm experiencing, besides the fact that they're gross on 
getting caught on your stuff. Um, they aren't eliminating the walleyes any. They're not hurting the fish populations, at least in the in the short term that we're seeing. But they are changing where you got to go. Yes, for sure. Um, and it is kind of interesting hearing, like you said, the new lakes that that are found to be have zebra mussels in them. You know, the the growing pains that go along with it and. It absolutely changes how you fish, where you fish. Um, those fish get spookier. Uh, I would say too counterintuitive to what you'd think. You'd think clear water, those fish are going to go deeper. Well, what we found is a lot of those walleyes actually go shallower um, most of the year, complete high sunny days, and they're up in two to four feet of water in the sand or in the weeds. So um, I'd said it before that, you know, these lakes, once they hit, it took us probably close to three to five years to figure it out and we had to relearn the lakes and where those fish were and a lot of the weed lines we used to fish prior to zebra mussels we had weed lines 13 to 15 feet and we'd fish walleyes there all year well those weed lines pushed out to 20 30 feet and the fish are no longer there so you just got to spend the time and again back to the technology a lot of it with the graphs you can see them if they're up in the weeds that's where that forward facing sonar could help you um so it definitely changes the game but yeah what about ice gear? Anything new out there you're looking at? I'm just starting to get going on that. Um, I haven't seen anything that's real new. Uh, again, new electronics is just, you're always upgrading, right? So um, depending on what your preference is, I've got my eye on a couple um, new technologies in terms of the forward-facing sonar just to play around with, to use for both boat and winter for the the mobile packages. Um, other than that, no, I don't think a whole lot. I, there's quite a few new fish houses, portables, whether it's the hub houses or the classic tow behind sleds. Um, I like to have a couple of each of those. When I bring my kids with, I like to have the hub because you got a little more room for them. And if I'm out on my own running and gunning behind the snowmobile, I pull the, pull the sled one. So um, some pretty cool technology with the new houses too. All right. Well, you mentioned sleds. Are you a Polaris guy or an Arctic guy? I am whatever I can get my hands on. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not a snob. Whatever's not going to break down on me. Okay. <laughs> I think I've got a Yamaha right now, a two-up, if I remember right. It's nothing new or fancy, but it gets the job done. And I know, I think I'd heard Yamaha was quit making snowmobiles. So um, I kind of got my eye out in the market to, to look for a, another newer one, which is a used one, but just something reliable is all I'm looking for. And take me out two to four miles on a lake, going 20 miles an hour, and that's all I need. <laughs> for sure. Well, I know, I know you love uh, ice fishing, but, but that's your fun time of year. You don't guide for, for ice angling. But does anybody in the Nisswa Guide League do that? Nope, nope, we do not. Uh, the vast majority. So I'm, I'm the young pup, actually. If uh-huh. You can believe that for the Nisla guides. Um, so, and I don't know honestly if they've ever had folks that that have ice fish. We do have some folks, uh, a couple different companies that kind of base their ice services out of our bait shop, S and W bait shop. Um, so most of the customers that that know us and are looking for, you know, ice fishing stuff we point them in their direction and uh they've got a couple different options there for the area lakes i think they usually start on north long um for panfish and then pelican also some of those bays freeze up pretty early and you get some walleye action there so there's quite a few actually options up here for ice fishing if people are interested all right and uh, of course if uh, people 
uh, are interested in in uh, using you guys. That'll be for the 2024 season. I'm sure you'll take reservations now, right? Yes, we will. And we every year kind of amazes me. We get done and the folks want to book the same time for the following year. And a lot of times I say I don't even have my, you know, my calendar for 24 yet. Yeah. So uh, we do have that going. So, yeah, um, the same thing. If you want to do the booking, you can call our bait shop, uh, 218-829-7010, and Sherry will get you down. Um, otherwise, for my returning clients, they know how to get a hold of me, and I just get them on the book that way. So, All right. Well, before we wrap it up, uh, you got time for a Fast Five? We can absolutely do that. All right, here we go. Fast Five with Nate Blazing. Fast Five. five, five, five. Question number one. The old TV commercial said, got milk? Do you got milk? Are you a milk drinker? Uh, a little bit. Rarely. Not as much as I used to. My kids go through the gallons of milk, and I'll have one with basically chocolate cake. That's about the only time I drink milk now. Okay. So you're a white milk, white milk guy rather than a chocolate milk guy? Well, I could go either way. Okay. I, I like chocolate a lot, but normally it's just white milk at this point. All right. Question number two. You're at the Backyard Barbecue. You can take one thing off the grill. Is it going to be a burger or a brat? Burger. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger? Okay. Is there a particular yep. cheese we need to have on that? Not real picky, but if I had a choice, probably pepper jack. like a little kick. Okay. All right. Uh, and, and is it pink in the center of that burger, by the way? Absolutely, whereas my wife makes me absolutely char that thing, and I could throw it through a wall, and it pains me every time I have to grill a piece of meat for her. A, pa- a basketball player like yourself should never have to cook a hockey puck. Exactly, that's what I say. It's just it's disheartening, but <laughs> that's the way it is. Question number three. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars, yeah. all the way. Most people, that's like 99% of the people say that for sure. Yeah, I never really got into the Star Trek. Uh, I don't know if it was an age thing, but Star Wars, love it. All right. Question number four. If you have to choose one, I know you'd rather be fishing, but if you have to choose one, are you going golfing or are you playing tennis? Golf. I did play tennis in high school, but uh, I'm a golf guy. That gets in the way with fishing, but anytime I can get out golfing, I'll gladly do it. All right. And finally... Question number five, when you feel the need to crank up the tunes, are you cranking up Alabama or ACDC? Ooh, I can't give you an answer on that. I go both. I'm the most random music person. I just love music, so anything I can listen to, I'm usually listening to it loud, and my wife says too loud. So I, I would not turn down either one of those. All right, that is the Fast Five. Nate, uh, you want to do any uh, bragging about your basketball team before we let you go? Well, we got our first tournament coming up this weekend, so no bragging yet because I have no expectations. Uh, it's We're working hard, and we've got a long ways to go, but it's just fun being back in the gym with the kids and, again, looking when you start the season to the progression at the end of the season, that's, that's when you can kind of measure how things go. So I'm just happy to be working with the kids again. All right, he's Nate Blazing from Nisswa Guide League, joining us today on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Nate, always great to have you on. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks much, Kev. Good talking to you. Paul Bunyan Country, Country.